2: Welcome back to the shift. Katie's laughing because she just told me that she accidentally carpet burned her face, which is like (laughs) aggressive. You were having aggressive doggy, Katie.
1: Aggressive. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was just a bad face brush. thought I'd uh, be able to clear away my my spots, but in turn just made my skin worse. Uh, So it's like carpet burn because the friction of the brush. Anyway, that's what I get for getting a $12 face brush.
2: What, what is a face brush?
1: It's like a... Zzz, um...
2: <laughs> like a... Zzz, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. A <laughs> What's a... Um,
1: so, you know, the ones that they promote on the ads and they're meant to clean your pores. It's like a sonic uh, vibrating... It's like a toothbrush, but with a brush. It's like electric to- electric face brush.
2: But what is it meant to do? Like, like like, uh, whatchamacallit, exfoliate?
1: Yeah, it's meant to clear out your pores, but I guess, actually, it rips off part of your face so
2: yeah i can't see that though okay, but good. all i know is that when i was living in china you would you could go to these baths you know these uh, bathhouses, bath houses which were amazing um but one of the things they offer you is these body scrubs and like at the end you can see all your dead skin on the ground but sometimes it was definitely too abrasive and they clearly went too far and then i googled it and it turns out that's there's there's no benefit oh, to no. Your
1: skin, I- for
2: that for what you you know what you've experienced and well i've had that experience on my body before with these uh you know, these body scrubs.
1: Yeah. Oh, so there's no benefit. Okay, great. I was like, oh. It's well, no, no, thing. no.
2: Sorry. No, no, no. There's no benefit for, uh, you know, to go that deep. Like, oh. I, I think there is benefit to get the exfoliate. Listen, <laughs> I really am speaking out of my ass here. I haven't a clue. But I just know that from, I remember looking it up at the time, you know, there's no real benefit to essentially getting an abrasion. You know, you now have an abrasion on your face.
1: Yeah, yeah. And especially in this time of like FaceTime dating, I'm just like, hello.
2: <laughs> Katie, I like the way you did that because we said <laughs> we were going to talk about FaceTime dating and you made it seem like this uh, this seamless connection to uh, FaceTime was, dating. It
1: was brilliant. But before we go into it, I'm are you not using this thing?
2: No, that's what I was telling you. I'm recording in a different way.
1: Oh record in a different way. Anyway.
2: Well I know, but I want I didn't I didn't buy you this mic. Oh basically what's going on is I have this here.
1: Oh but you do have a mic. I understand. I thought maybe it was like some sort of app.
2: But but I didn't buy this for you yet because I wanted to see if it worked before I spent the money.
1: Okay cool. Well
2: but if this works I'll be getting you one of these mics because particularly when you're doing the videos as we are doing um sorry let me just get a touch oh I, I I I fucked up my I didn't want to see my, everyone gets obsessed with my uh my cubby hole and the ladder. I didn't want to trigger anybody's anxiety about my fucking loft. <laughs> but uh anyway, there it is. So, um it's just because when you're doing the videos, this is just I guess one one less step. So if this if this actually works then when you send me when I rec- basically when I record the Zoom, the audio will just be there.
1: Oh, that's great. It'll that's take great.
2: It'll take out a step, but let's not, let, we won't bore the listeners with the uh, with the logistics, but needless to say, if you're hearing me okay, then I think we're in good shape.
1: Yeah, yeah, you saying great.
2: Okay, great. So, um, well, before we get into your FaceTime dating, uh, by the way, which I have not been doing at all, um, how are you in general? You're okay?
1: Yeah, I'm grand. Yeah, I'm really good. The days are actually going really fast. I'm like...
2: The days are going fast.
1: Yeah. I did...
2: Uh, you keep him busy. That's why you're keeping busy on the on the FaceTime. I you
1: know? know. Well, not just the Face.
2: No, no, but the Zoom made the Zoom gigs and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's actually like I feel like I'm like at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. So I can't wait till I'm just a just a comedian because you'd actually get loads done during the day. I never had this much time to.
2: Yeah, you think that, but that fades after a while. Yeah, I did my. I used
1: your ring light to do a sketch about it. I put it up on TikTok. No, no,
2: Katie, that's that's your ring light.
1: Well, yes, my I used my ring light that you got me to do a sketch today, so I'm very happy with it. Katie,
2: the podcast got you the ring light,
1: but the podcast got me. <laughs> I need like a like a, a script.
2: <laughs> no, no, but you know I, what I mean is, I, I it wasn't like a present. I mean, no. it was. It, it's for our our co- our business that we do together which is the shift pocket yes
1: that's true okay
2: <laughs> especially when the tax man asks you how you got your fucking ring light okay.
1: <laughs> this is sponsored by <laughs> no um,
2: um no we actually because we get minimal not a lot not enough to cover the cost of the podcast but we do get minimal amounts of money off of uh Acast.
1: yeah from the ads that's good
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, before actually, before we get into Facetime dating, can I can I tell you the story that yeah, you sort yeah. of have heard there before we started? Yeah. So this is a Becky story, of which there have been many Becky stories the last couple of weeks. But for those that perhaps don't know, because I haven't talked about it as much on the shift, I'm fostering this pit bull, uh, Becky, who has shown a bit of leash aggression. You know, she's been aggressive with other dogs on the leash. So I was curious to know if she was aggressive off the leash, but I couldn't leave her off the leash uh, because you know, I don't want her to kill another dog. So a trainer recommended to a uh, muzzle train her. Actually, it, 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 I, I didn't even prepare this for the story, but it happens to be here. So I, um, I bought her a, a muzzle, right? Which, uh, goes over her, her face like a Hannibal Lecter. Hello, Clarice. And, uh, she, um, she actually took to it pretty quick. Maybe she had been muzzle trained before. I don't know, but It took me, I guess, two days to get her comfortable enough that we could go for a walk. So today, she put it on so fast that I got so excited. I was like, oh, my God, here we go. I'll take her across the street to the beach without the leash. But, of course, I should have brought the leash, but I didn't bring the leash because I just wanted to do, like, a quick session, plus I had a lot of meat, real human meat treats uh, to keep her interested. But, you know, after a while, she – She got away from me, which was fine. It took me ages to get her back when I finally got her back. And I was exhausted by the way, I like absolutely exhausted after getting her from one side of the beach. I couldn't get her up to my bloody stairs. And in the end she got away from me again and went the other way. And she saw a fucking dog. She saw another dog. So she went charging over to these, this elderly couple and their dog. And, uh, I mean, I was like sprinting behind, but there was no way I was going to catch her. And, uh, You know, when she got to the other dog, I was like shouting at them like, it's okay, she has a muzzle. And the other dog wasn't interested in playing with her. But thank God Becky wasn't like attacking her, nor was she growling. She was just chasing her aggressively in a circle because the owner wouldn't let go of the leash. So the dog was just doing full 360. So this poor like 60-year-old man was like getting spun around the place by his own dog and Becky. So when I got there, the guy was like absolutely roaring at Becky and then absolutely roaring at me. And then I just grabbed Becky and like you know wrestle Becky she's got the muzzle on I do whatever I want she's a fucking pit bull I mean it's literally like wrestling with a human being, but uh the guy was like roaring at me, and I was just like yeah, I'm really sorry I understand, but you know she has the muzzle on so you know there's no harm done you know she has the muzzle like I just wanted to kind of remind the guys like I get it you know like you're you're freaking out a little bit, which is totally fine, but like nothing happened you know what I mean like I could understand if like the dog was like biting and I wasn't there in time but like your dog got his her ass, his or her ass sniffed aggressively. That's what happened, you know? There was no like mounting, there was no nothing. It was just aggressive ass sniffing. And obviously their dog got a bit of a fright because Becky is a 70-pound pit bull. So uh anyway, when I when I was coming back down the beach, now because I didn't have a fucking leash, which was bad on my behalf, I was uh I, I took my sweater off and I I I improvised it into a uh uh, a leash. I was using my sweater as a leash. But this other woman, who was very nice, had her little puppy. She was training this little cocky, cockapoo. I think they call them cock spaniel and a poodle. And uh, she, uh, she was like, "Yeah, I guess, I guess they just were upset because their dog got a fright." And I was just like, do me a fucking favor with fucking dogs getting frights. Like, honestly, I, I know I was wrong. The dog shouldn't have been off the leash, you know, without me being able to control her hands up, which I admitted. But when, when dogs getting a fright is now an issue, I think you can't fucking bring your dogs outside. You know, like, like, I understand my dog should have been on the leash, but if I've muzzled my dog and all my dog was doing was chasing your dog around in a fucking circle, sniffing your dog's ass, and your dog got a fright, I'm sorry, I'm just not feeling that bad. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's ridiculous. But that's that's a very, I guess maybe they don't they don't have kids, and it's like their replacement child. So they're just like, <laughs> they're like, oh no, <laughs> Tom, wait, what? But I get it. You what know, type- I, I,
2: Listen, I also completely understand because it's a pit bull, and I get it. It's like he, the guy got a fright, you know.
1: But what type of dog? The,
2: the funny thing was that I'm fucking forty four year old six foot four from Queens. He's worried about my fucking dog with the muzzle, but he was shouting at me so hard. I was thinking, bro, I don't have a fucking muzzle on. You better
1: fuck yourself. <laughs> you should have met him.
2: <laughs> well, He was with his wife. I could tell the wife wasn't too happy with his aggressive reaction. Because, you know, it's like, it's all good to, to get annoyed. But at the same time, it's like, bro, these are just two dogs. Like nothing bad has happened. You're fucking, you're losing your mind. It's like, who, who, Maybe you need to go to a fucking discipline trainer. <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to go to a behavioralist, you know? Like, really, honestly, it's not the end of the world. Their dog was just running in a circle. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Yep. Like, especially when I'm, like, literally there putting my hands up, being like, like I'm so sorry, I get it, but there's a muzzle. You know, like, like, it's literally nothing bad is really happening other than everyone's getting a fright. So it's like, you don't think I got a fucking fright? I'm fucking chasing after this dog that would have been euthanized if I hadn't fucking fostered it. Anyway, but whatever. no
1: do you know what probably happened he probably is like stuck in with his wife and they're probably like uh, about to have a fight and then this came up and he was like able to lose his temper so it's probably not about you he just had a chance to get mad <laughs>
2: yeah and dog stuff is funny anyway people are very funny with the dogs and the dog behavior and the important but this woman was lovely i'm not making but like she did say maybe the dog got a fright which is totally fine but she she was actually lovely and she said to me, "Do you want to take my dog's leash and, and then bring it back to me?" She actually offered me the leash of her dog.
1: That's really nice.
2: But I said honestly, I said it. My sweater does the same thing. I I said I really, I'm 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 more worried about uh, her pulling the collar off because I didn't have her harness on. Anyway, whatever. That's a lot of dog chat. But
1: boy, but just before you go off it, what type of dog was his? Did you say
2: the type of dog that she was chasing? It, I, like it, I, I, it was. Oh no, sorry. The dog that I met the second time, the nice woman's dog, was actually a labradoodle, but it was a labradoodle puppy. Their dog was probably like a, a cockapoo, or oh, so a, it was
1: a small dog. Yeah, so it's like they're smallish, smallish. Yeah,
2: not not tiny though. Like not like a chihuahua, but yeah, a smallish dog. I mean, the dog was freaking out, which is which is a hundred percent on me. I get it, but like at the same time, it's just like whatever, you know.
1: <laughs> poor poor Becky. Is it your dog?
2: Becky was fine. She was charged up, though. I mean, like, you got to understand something. These dogs are so fucking strong. Like, I'm sitting there like, I'm like full grasp, you know, trying to just keep her... (laughs) And then they just left. It was like no big deal. And like I love the way he's like roaring at me. It's like now I'm fucking I'm now I'm stuck here with a fucking seventy pound pit bull and fucking can't get home.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's great though, because you just saved that wife whatever aggression he was holding up. Well, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm who knows telling you.
2: You know? It's just so funny, like the way he was shouting, you know. Just...
1: He obviously got such a fright, he's probably terrified of pit bulls. <laughs> Wait, what is she? Yeah, is she a pit bull? Are. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she's straight up Pitbull. But she had the muzzle on, you know? And I was like shouting at them, it's okay, she has the muzzle on, but whatever, you know? I get it. Like, I'm not I'm not ex- absconding my responsibility. What I'm annoyed about is that he continued to be annoyed at me when I came over, defused the situation, and like nothing happened. The dog had a fucking muzzle on. It's like not a big deal, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I fucked up. I fucked up in the sense that like I was literally bringing her, over, bringing her over to do like 10 minutes of muzzle training and she fucking, she got away, you know, she got away from me. I just didn't, it just because I had so many treats I really thought she would stay with me but she didn't so I wonder but if that,
1: he's gonna um quarantine the dog now for two weeks so that he didn't get corona from Becky
2: <laughs> well well apparently they're, they're, apparently pets aren't really spreading the corona
1: okay yeah there I just heard a bit of cat in Berlin and then I was like that's it I pet a dog oh, yesterday right. no no I
2: haven't actually I haven't actually uh, looked into it I know that nobody I mean I don't really let Becky interact with other dogs on the leash because she's not good with other dogs on the leash but no in in the few times that I tried and it didn't work out, nobody was like, Oh, you know, right now I'm trying not to let the dogs, you know, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's concerned about that. Yeah. You know? So anyway, you've been, uh, you've been FaceTiming. Yes, Face So you dating? haven't, you haven't
1: done the FaceTime date. It's like, we have so much time now. I'm like, kind
2: of, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not big on any visual stuff with like strangers or people I don't know very well.
1: Yeah. I actually think I would have thought that before, but now I'm happy because, you know, especially with online dating, then you meet up and you're like, Oh, you look nothing like your photos. So you're actually seeing them in real life. Um, kind of, I think I was saying this to you that the one, the guy I've been FaceTiming the most, like the past, the whole quarantine, he's a little bit blurry in his FaceTimes, So He's blurry? A little blurry. I ha- actually have a photo of him. A- he fucking pixelated his own face in a FaceTime date? <laughs> well, I do you want to see one of the photos?
2: <laughs> but I don't understand. Like, if he's blurry, there's a problem.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's his Wi-Fi connection. And sometimes it comes back true, so it's fine. But he's never perfect. He's never like this. Um so I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe. Yeah,
2: exactly. Maybe I, I I would I would have been like, dude, you're blurry. I I'm not I'm not continuing this date until you're not blurry.
1: Hey, <laughs> I want to show. Hello? I want to show. Hey,
2: how can you you don't trust blurry people.
1: <laughs> you don't trust blurry people. <laughs> I know. I hope it's just bad did, wifi. Did I tell and you, he's not did, blurry in real life.
2: <laughs> did I ever tell you my blurry story about going to see Black Panther? Did,
1: did no, I tell you. That? no.
2: What's that? I went to see Black Panther in harlem right because everybody it's such a white guy thing to do so everybody was like you should see black panther in a black neighborhood because they get it you know like they're all vocal you know which is a stereotype but it's true right so black people you know like they're just more like expressive in in the the cinematic uh, cinema going experience so i go to black panther in harlem myself and actually irish friend of mine was visiting at the time we were the only white people in the cinema and uh so these two drunken guys behind me they 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 like trying to smoke and everything. But the movie starts. And the minute the movie starts, he, he starts chatting. One of them starts chatting out, Yo, it's fucking blurry, yo. Fucking screen is blurry, man. <laughs> fucking blurry. What the fuck?
1: He's dead, right? <laughs>
2: so, so I turn around and I'm like, Yo, it's in 3D. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's so, so funny. So he goes, Yeah. Well, yo, I gotta buy glasses, man. I gotta fucking buy these glasses. I was like, Nah, man. They're just, just in. There's a cardboard box right outside the front door. Just go grab a pair for yourself and your friends. All good. So comes and now, of course, he like he loves me. So, uh, so then, um, like a half an hour into the movie, his phone rings, and he answers it, and I can hear the conversation. And he's like, "Yo," and I can hear her on the phone, being like, "Where are you?" And he's like. I'm in the movies, man. We're watching Black tape. And she's like, What you doing in the movies? You ain't got no money. How are you going to afford to go to the movies? You ain't got no money. Well, huh? you can't you can't go to work, but you're in the fucking movies. I was like, oh my God, this is such a real
1: life experience, you know? I love that so much. That's so funny. That actually that happened to me And when I first moved over. My friend was visiting from Ireland. We went to see Jurassic Park, but we went into the wrong movie theater and we sat there for 30 minutes, being like, Why is this? like that why is it blurry and then we realized that we had walked into the 3d one uh and we hadn't bought oh, tickets shit. for the 3d so we left and it was fine but it was just when we looked around and saw people wearing glasses but wait i want to find you the picture of it being really blurry oh, fuck i should have had this prepared i have it here somewhere Hoo-hoo-hoo. can i share screen with you
2: oh uh, well that that does yeah that were, are you good at that i haven't been doing that stuff yet
1: yeah, I've been doing it with the with the show. I just got to find where...
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I did a quiz with my Irish buddies, my golfing buddies, and uh, a few of them were like big on the shared screens and stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. It's actually grand, the, sc- the shared screen. You just go...
2: Yeah, just share it quick, though, because it's not going to be too interesting to our listeners. Oh, yeah. It's shy, only you, listener. Okay, there you go. It's only interesting to our Can watchers. You see yeah, but it says poor connection.
1: Yeah, because he's all... Well, he was blurry before. Okay, I'll stop sharing. Oh!
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. So that
1: That's that
2: was his face? Yeah. That much blur? Yeah. That much blur? Yeah. Are you Katie, how can you talk to this guy? Well. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs>
1: Well, we've had better not be fucking showing him your vagina. We are, yeah, yeah. He's showing me his blurry dick.
2: <laughs> oh, Katie, please, this guy's a fake. Are you kidding
1: me? No, it's fine because he's not. We've had conversations where he hasn't been that blurry. That's just the extent that it's gotten. Um, and I only took a screenshot oh to show God, him because I was Katie. like, "This is how bad it gets." But uh...
2: from fucking bars to blurry. <laughs> We'll have to, our listeners will be dying to know how you getting on with fucking blurry
1: <laughs> he's really nice he's an architect or so he says knows? yeah he's an
2: architect <laughs> yeah right he's a fucking serial killer that's what he is I
1: googled him though and I uh, well because he sent me his website so it's all real <laughs>
2: oh he's a real guy yeah he's
1: a real guy or it's a yeah, really really great, elaborate his fucking,
2: <laughs> real his fucking filter is great
1: yeah he's, he's on instagram and his photos though the last photo is like 2017 so i'm like maybe he's just like
2: oh come <laughs> on his last photos 2017 <laughs> maybe on,
1: he's baby. changed a bit <laughs> he's probably has like no teeth now or fucking fat um no but i have uh, see- I take
2: that back that's terrible i have Sorry. seen
1: non Nanette- uh not as blurry but it is always just a little blur like his what his internet like,
2: something's something's oh his internet's that shit he's a fucking architect but he's got that bad Wi-Fi. where does he live that this wi-fi is so bad he
1: well he's in clinton hill well maybe well anyway he's in brooklyn but the last phone call we had it was much much better but it still wasn't pristine like this but it was like a hundred times better so and we were on the phone for like three hours or something I tell
2: you, i'm never hiring him as a fucking architect he can't sort out his <laughs> wi-fi <laughs> How old is he? Uh,
1: 33, which is perfect. He's older than Jesus. 30? He's older than Jesus. Yeah,
2: I, but it's it's the worst age to be when you're Irish in America. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. He hasn't, yeah, I haven't said, like, he hasn't been like, oh, say my age, which, you know, <laughs> most <laughs> Americans, they're like, say tree, ha, ha,
2: ha. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. Uh- what was I going to say to you? Any other FaceTime dates? So that was a Tinder swipe. Yeah,
1: that was a hinge. Yeah, I'm only on hinge. There was.
2: All right. So that was a hinge swipe. And then. Yeah.
1: So we've been FaceTiming. And then there was there was a guy I FaceTimed at the start. But then um he I don't know if I've seen this to you. He messaged me about having my shoes on the table in my Instagram story. And I, he goes, do you always do that? I wear your shoes in the house. And I said, yes. And then he <laughs> he unfollowed me and took my follow away.
2: <laughs> he unfollowed you because you wear your shoes in the house? Well, it was
1: literally that day he unfollowed me. Was he, Ch-
2: was he Chinese? He Chinese? Korean. Right. So, well, I think he was it's an Asian. It was an Asian thing. Yeah.
1: And then, so there was one other guy that I Zoom dated, went on a Zoom date with, but it was very stressful because you're, I don't know, the viewers can't see this, but I can see... I'm watching myself the whole time. So I kind of felt like I was like turd wheeling myself, whereas FaceTime's better because it's small, but this guy didn't have an iPhone. So it was fine. He was fine. But then he started telling me about how he just got out of an engagement. So I was like, uh, oh. well, we're probably looking for but different things in the future.
2: But it's kind of boring though. So it's just nice to chat to somebody, but you know, it's, you got you need time to just chat to your friends anyway.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Like I like, I, I you, like I don't you online date before because I didn't have the time. So this pandemic is the perfect time for me to set up, potential boyfriends for afterwards nice yeah that's so they'll get to know me without trying to have sex with me they still try to have sex one guy invited me over for pasta uh at 12 a.m so i think he was trying to fuck and it's a pandemic i don't want to leave my house so and spread the disease trying to fuck you and make you fat fuck pasta at midnight or or it's like a metaphor is like noodley dick or something i don't know i don't want
2: that yeah very strange i know strange i said it pain. to him
1: i was like uh do you not know there's a pandemic i don't know if i was saying this to you already and then he was like yeah but you live so close because he paired, i lived like i told him i lived in a story and i was like i don't give a fuck and then he goes but i've passed and i was like uh, all right uh all right. 12 a.m and yeah uh, but you know you're gonna meet you're gonna meet the oddballs as well like that's just
2: yeah the guy's still trying to get a hookup going in, in, in the pandemic <laughs>
1: yeah fuck's sake
2: i mean how how hot or wealthy does a guy need to be to take the risk?
1: oh it's great yeah like you're risking covid haha <laughs> said it right and stds no thank you
2: no thank you bye i actually i was a little pa- I, I i actually got an std test in the pandemic
1: so did i oh after the talk with the the um did we say her name publicly in the end um we Sophie. oh we did okay sophia yeah. i just couldn't remember you used a video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Just tired all the time. Sophie, remember, I was worried, but I still got that STD test. And it came back. I'm fine. Chlamydia free. I'm gonorrhea free. What, what,
2: what, what did you do? Drop your pee off to Quest Diagnostics or what? How did you do it?
1: I went to my gynecologist because it only cost me $25. So,
2: So you went and you weren't worried about the visit?
1: No, she, at the time she was doing it, uh, where she'd let one person in at a time and yeah, half yeah, an yeah. hour intervals. So, uh, cause I also was paranoid. Remember I was like telling her, I was like, oh, my fucking vagina hurts. And she yeah, was like, yeah, it was yeah. just stress induced. No, oh, good. Yeah. Me
2: too, by the way.
1: Okay, great. So wait, so you went and how did you do your STD test?
2: So, you know, I, I went to, uh, I actually went to a Quest Diagnostics, but I did it through, actually I might as well give them a shout out because they did a very good service. Uh, I have a, a, an American GP, and they're very good at organizing STD tests, but they're in the city, so they're not out here. Uh, and actually, I should have just used them, because in the end, they, I think they could have ordered the test out here. But anyway, I used this thing called stdcheck.com, and they were great. Now, they just put a package together. It wasn't that cheap, by the way, but they put a package together of, like, all the tests, and uh, I, and then they just you pick, you pick a location where you drop off your Wii, and uh but no but i did i did an hiv test too so i did get the bloods taken but it was out of quest diagnostics and uh you know it's like only one person allowed in at a time same shit
1: you know that's was st- that's still great i didn't get the hiv one but they couldn't do blood work but what? they couldn't oh they couldn't do blood work yeah because she was by her you should have seen her she was like okay come in lock the door then she goes behind like the receptionist and then she went in like the doctor so she was running the whole show um but yeah she just said she couldn't do it she, there's they yeah had, i mean
2: i wasn't really i wasn't dying for the hiv test but then i always feel like
1: might you're not. in there why not
2: why not yeah just get it yeah you know? so um, that's
1: great now you can sit at the pandemic just not having an extra why did you start to just like panic in your head just a little
2: no to be honest with you i i, I didn't get a total actually relief because i went there because i was just getting slightly weird pains in my dick but actually none of which represent as stds but I said, let me, let me rule that out. So I then did call my GP and say, you know, as it turns out, I I did an STD test without talking to you guys. And, uh, so now I don't know what, so they actually ordered some other tests, which I'm not going to do because those pains have pretty, they, they didn't subside straight away. It wasn't like a mental thing of now that the STDs are clear that the pain went, but they have, they have kind of subsided. So unless they come back, I'm not going to really bother worrying about it until after the pandemic. I might go to see a urologist. It
1: might be as well because are... you just you said last episode you'd been barely masturbating, so it might be just like your dick's like it's not it's working not, out. It's, it's,
2: <laughs> well, d- you don't have to play the doctor now because they they had been there for a while, actually.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know. No, I mean, like, <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, like,
2: no, I know, but there's there's no evidence that that strange shooting pains in the base of your dick from not masturbating.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's a change of scenery.
2: <laughs> no odds on. I mean, if you. We're gonna if you're gonna throw an assumption at it, it would it's uh, probably maybe bladder stones or something like uh, that or it could, be, it could be something more serious but that's I'm awful. not gonna really I'm not gonna start worrying about that
1: uh, anyway what a time I, I'm always,
2: those, though. I'm only yeah I know I'm only speaking about that openly just because that is one of those things that you should be open about and uh, be routine but there's still I don't care I don't care what anybody says there is nothing like getting a, a, a set of clean STD results it's just like the best most alleviating feeling of all time
1: yeah absolutely absolutely
2: and then i had to call like 25 girls and give them the good news no, just
1: <laughs> <laughs> std test by proxy bitches just like a B- bcc email <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, yeah. load of BCCs hey good news <laughs> i can't remember your name uh, but, um...
1: that's funny because obviously i got mind check because the last guy I was having unprotected sex with didn't tell me he was having unprotected sex with his girlfriend but I wanted I wouldn't do this but I really wanted to text him and tell him I had chlamydia but I won't but I really wanted to (laughs) I know. but I won't
2: I mean I guess I guess if he'd been a what he did was fucked up but I guess if he'd been more fucked
1: yeah yeah that
2: that you found out by accident like he didn't tell you or something
1: he didn't tell uh, me
2: I thought he told you eventually. No,
1: I asked him because the the girl was writing all over his page, like hearts and stuff. And then I was like, what's up oh, with her?
2: Oh, sorry. I thought he said, oh, by the way, I forgot. Oh, no. No,
1: no. He only, only when I confronted him about it. And then he was like, oh, yeah, she's like my open thing. And I was like,
2: but by the way, he, you know, he was probably lying about that, right? Oh, yeah.
1: They're definitely not open because I've, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say it's his girlfriend. I think because why would she be writing if you. Uh, would- well, then I
2: think you should have told him. That you had chlamydia.
1: Well this is
2: have you did you tell him that you had nothing?
1: No, I haven't told him yet. And we'll, we'll... tell him you have chlamydia. I know, I I just think like a little shit like because just for five
2: minutes, just for five minutes. Just you know, you don't have to be a total asshole about it, but just just a five minute scare.
1: Well, this is what I was kinda of thinking of this when when we go back to the to the world and I will see him because we like kind of work together in certain aspects, um, you know, he will be like, Hi, and I'll be like, Oh, you never responded to my text and he'll be like, What? And I'll be like, Oh my god, I texted you and told you I have chlamydia. And then just give it, just give it five, like a minute of what I had to feel. No, but why
2: do it like that? That sounds like a joke. I yeah, think I right. think you should. I think you should. I think you should say, you know, text them and say, "Listen, you don't have to tell your girlfriend yet because I'm waiting for the second confirmation. They asked me to retest, but you know, I, I had a test and I have chlamydia." Oh my
1: god! Okay, I really—it's <laughs> so evil.
2: <laughs> it's evil, but you know, fuck this guy.
1: Well, yeah, because I had like I purposely don't look at his Instagram page just because, you know, what. We were, it was only a month, like, but you then sometimes you have a nose and we have a lot of time on our hands. So I had a nose the other day and she had put like more hearts on his most recent post. And I'm like, I don't know, if you're in an open thing and you're allowed to fuck other people, would you as a girlfriend, open girlfriend, be like posting hearts on all of his stuff? I just don't think so. I think that's what you do. I wouldn't do it at all even if I were a girlfriend, but I just think it's a bit fishy. I can't believe he made me the other woman. <sighs>
2: Yeah, I mean, who knows how many other women he had? Oh,
1: a lot, I'd say. Fucking sly. Yeah,
2: it. not to mention, it's just so irresponsible what he was doing. So fucking hit him with a chlamydia. <laughs> okay. My only concern is that he tells the girlfriend straight away, but he won't because he's sneaky.
1: Yeah, he won't. He won't. The poor girl. Ugh.
2: That's a bit of crack.
1: I know. Anyway, well, you know.
2: Uh, let, yeah, and Only let it sink for a, sit, sit for a minute or two, you know? But you know he's going to get that fucking blood leaves his face feeling Uh, yes mm
1: -hmm.
2: so um we uh we said we would chat today to finish off about uh having sex with your ex
1: oh yes because i I got that do you want to read it or will i attempt to read again
2: i'll read it you sent it to me right you sent it to me on whatsapp
1: it's on whatsapp yeah so it's the not the most recent one the one before that yeah great
2: (laughs) um oh yeah here we go so she she praises the shift and then she asks um could you discuss breakup sex as one of your topics myself and my boyfriend broke up two months ago after almost three years it was kind of mutual we turned into friends but he finished it still texting every day had amazing planned breakup sex over a few. What? Had amazing planned breakup sex over a few days, instigated by him. Then a few days later, I had a few drinks and got annoyed that he stopped texting me. Um, that he stopped texting me as much uh, as before the sex. I think it might have been just one day. There wasn't as many texts anyway. The sex was as good as it had been at the start of our relationship, if not better. I don't want to get back together because it wasn't going anywhere. But I still have feelings for him, and half of me enjoys it. Feels great. Then a few days later, I feel like I'm being used, but I'm so bored with what's going on. I'm justifying it. Uh, I'm justifying it because it feels so good. Uh, Now we got to go to this next page here because it just feels so good. Maybe it's worth it. My head is wrecked, but I know I'm going to want to see him this weekend anyway. We both live on our own and not too far from each other, so it's not too risky. Would be nice to hear both of your perspectives on this. Really enjoying the podcast. Telling everybody about it. Well done. Keep it up. Now this is this is a good dilemma. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is this is. Whew, I wish I had an expert in on this.
1: It's very dangerous.
2: You know, it, well, not dangerous, but first of all, I think she's in denial. You know. Oh God, this is such a toughie. You know. What What are your initial feelings?
1: Um, I've been in the situation where I've been her boyfriend. And I've broken up with someone from three years, and then still was on off sleeping with them for about a year. But on off for a year. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think it was about a year. Yeah,
2: I know. But uh, well, okay. So did you identify with? Uh, well, so what? How were you, you were seeing yourself as the boyfriend in this scenario that you were just using the your ex for sex every now and then?
1: Yeah, it was more just like not really being able to let go or like kind of going back and just because I was uncertain but it I kind of knew in the back of my head I would never get back with him so it wasn't really fair but it was like the easy comfortable option and the sex was better when you're like not meant to be doing it so yes but it didn't have a future so that's the only thing for her I kind of feel yeah it doesn't doesn't sound like it will go anywhere
2: well, the thing is that what I feel, there's a few things about sex with your ex, especially because they're recently broken up, really.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, it, you know, it can go either way because often it ends up where you you end up getting back together. I also think that what happens is you're not really broken up, are you? She's still texting him all the time and she's still fucking him. So I, I, I think she's in denial that they're really broken up. You know, is is so it's all well and good to be like the sex is the best it's been since at the beginning, but also, you know, you're, 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 you're filling the void, right? There's a void when you break up with somebody. And if you keep meeting up to have sex like this, you're not really breaking up. You're not really sort of healing. Yeah. You're just filling in the cracks and uh, you know, the, the foundation is going to split anyway. So uh, I I just feel that this is like a kind of a, This is a scenario where, you know, in the end, if you don't get back together, you're just going to be disappointed that you're you should be so much further down the road of being apart. And that's not going to be the case. Plus, you're getting annoyed with him for not texting as much, which means that you're really pretending that you're blasé about it, but You're not
1: yeah and especially when she said she'd had a couple of drinks, and sometimes when you have a couple of drinks, what you're repressing comes out, <laughs> so she might just not yeah
2: although it's never it's always hard to know if it's the truth or just you you know i it's very booze as a sort of a truth serum I don't know how reliable it is but but yeah but 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 of course, you know she wants so what i mean really what happened there was she had sex with him, then the texting died down, so she was upset that he wasn't giving her enough, where the whole essence of this. Sex with your ex thing is sort of a no strings attached sort of, you know, ease the pain a little bit. But, yeah. you know, she's not able to do that. So,
1: yeah, I agree with you. I think it just like I think it's delaying that uh healing process or whatever, because like you're just putting it on pause. And then, well, what is it? What 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 is it like, you know, like the time that you need to go through to mourn someone to mourn a breakup is just being pro- prolonged to get over it. You're
2: delaying the grief. Yes, yes. You're delaying the grief. Yeah, I mean, it's not good. It's definitely not recommended. I mean, obviously, I guess maybe some relationship counselors, counselors would say, do you both need to have a discussion if you feel like it's worth pursuing? Because you both felt like, you know, she said she broke up with her, but that it was kind of mutual. Um, but now you're still kind of together. So do you need to have a discussion about whether it's worth it? But if, if it's clearly over, then I really recommend to be honest, the texting is just as problematic as the sex because you're not really separating. If you're texting all the time, then you're not really
1: separated. Also, you know, also as well for her, she should ask herself if she would be OK if he slept with someone else. And if the answer is no, then she shouldn't be. I wouldn't be sleeping with him because that's that's like would show for me that she still maybe wants something more.
2: Well, I mean, that's a tough one because who is happy with their ex sleeping with somebody else?
1: Yeah, but if you're, so if you're at a point now where you're like, okay, we're broken up and this is good, but we're going to still sleep together, then it's kind of like, it's just, you're already in a weird, like he he could, he'll, he's still entitled to go on dates and meet pe- other people. So I just mean you're setting yourself up for potential more hurt. That's Maybe. Well, I mean,
2: it's guaranteed she's setting herself up for hurt. If they're broken up and they're still being together. I just don't, I like, I mean, I, 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 I just think like, I, I, I never. Particularly right after a breakup, am comfortable thinking about my ex sleeping with somebody else. Yeah.
1: Know?
2: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough gauge, but I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea, but I, I you know, I just don't, I yeah. basically what I mean is I don't know if that'll clarify her confusion. You know? Yeah. I, I, I you know, I would think that the jealousy is there anyway. I mean, I think she's kind of, sort of, slightly using the the COVID. I think she's using the scenario to make it seem like what harm? Like,
1: Donald oh Trump yeah, especially
2: hydroxychloroquine. You know,
1: yeah, especially because they're now in the pandemic where they the only. T- I forgot. I forgot there's a pandemic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like it's like easy. To, it's even easier now for them to keep hooking up because it's the only sex they can really get.
2: Yeah, yeah. So they're sort of like, uh, well, she's she is. I, we don't have him, but she is hiding behind that as a thing. I mean, I think in general it's not a good idea. I, I think if you if you Googled it, the book on sex with the ex is probably not ideal. All I remember from all my big breakups is that all the advice I got is it, it's better to have no contact.
1: And have you done have you done that, or have you done gone back and had sex with ex? Is-
2: yeah. Well, I mean. When I, my, my longest relationship in the middle of that, we had, uh, we had a break, like a long break, like a year and a half, but we were in the same fucking Kung Fu class. We're doing Kung Fu together. And, uh, and she was Irish. It's not to be confused with my, my Chinese life. Uh, anyway, um, like sort of halfway through that break, we had one, one slip up, which was kind of a little connected to the, uh to the Kung Fu, just seeing each other all the time. But we didn't keep it up. But even just being in the Kung Fu class was 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 a problem, really. One of us should have not stopped doing that. I should have stopped doing it. And then uh, when I was doing the Des Bishop work experience, actually, I asked her to, be, to take the picture. She was a photographer. So I asked her to take the pictures for the Des Bishop work experience, and that actually began the road to us, getting back together and we did end up getting back together. So the thing is that like often what she's doing just leads to you ending up getting back together.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. other,
2: other than that, maybe I actually an ex from a long, long time ago. Uh, we had one slip up, but even like, you know, i I had a breakup with her in the middle too, and we started messing around again and then we just got back together. So, you know, often it ends up, you just get back together, you know, yeah. you kind of, you 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 wipe. What happens is you wipe away a lot of the shit that was bugging you at the time that you break up. You learn to appreciate each other. Then you start having this great sex that she's talking about. Next thing you know, you're right back in it. But whether that's good or bad, it's hard to know. I mean, for every person that says you should never get fuck around with your angst, some people do. They end up getting back together and they got three kids and they're happily married for 25 years. So it's very it's, yes. it's very hard to say what the optimum scenario is. But I think she's. Do, I think one thing for sure, I, I, I would say slap down, judge with the gavel, that thinking that you're going to have a bit of fun sex with your ex and that when it's all said and done, the, the pandemic's over and you're just going to get on with your life and forget about your ex. like th- That's not going to happen. You can't pretend that this isn't going to be emotionally difficult, perhaps even more emotionally difficult than just having broken up. Yeah. like It's going to be a problem. In my opinion,
1: I I agree with you. I I found mine really pro- problematic because it just was confusing. I it, it's one of the factors of me moving to America. Uh, so um, so maybe she'll move to America.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, the truth is that she already has confusion, which is why she's texting a bunch of fucking strangers that haven't a clue what they're talking about. <laughs> but no, but I mean, I actually really I'm I'm joking, by the way, for 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 our listeners. No, I that love that, it. But yeah, delighted. I'm delighted and I'm delighted with how honest you were, but but I see confusion and I see a little bit of denial in there too, which is totally, we all have that in this scenario. I see her trying to act like it's all good, but she's honest though too. She knows that she's yeah. kind of saying it's all good, but it's not. So she gets that, you know? And uh, I think you have to listen to that. I think you have to listen to the fact that you sort of are almost ratting yourself out in this message and being like, I know I'm probably not 100% comfortable with it because – uh, you know, I've already gotten, you know, uncomfortable.
1: You know? Yeah. I, I think it makes, it just makes it really hard. Um, it's just hard as well when you live so close to, to each other. Yeah. I'm just on that move to America. <laughs> just do what I did.
2: Uh, but the te- <laughs> you know, the, the, the texting is, is tough too. I yeah. mean, I think if you really want to, if you want to honor the breakup, if you want to get over it and get on with your life, which will happen, this is the whole thing. Like I've had some major breakups. I've had some big, big relationships in my life. And I, I am over them a long time. But when, they, when you're in it, it feels so tough. It's like, oh, my God, how am I going to get over this? And this feeling will stay with her now for, for longer because of what she's doing, which is totally fine. But if you really are happy with the relationship being over and you want to make it over, then you have to have that clean break. And, it, you know, I, I have some decent friendships with some exes, but you can't have a friendship with your ex immediately you need time apart. You need to not text. You need to, you need to separate for a while. You really do. Cause otherwise the void just gets filled. You know, there's an emptiness in you that's created by the breakup. Yeah. And when you connect with your ex, the emptiness gets filled. You got to leave that shit, get filled up with other things. Then when you contact them, it's not as powerful.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, you have to, it's like an emotional prison. You just got to do the time
2: and that's right you got to do the time and then
1: in a few months you'll be like a little bit better in a year you'll be like what I don't even but if you don't if you're just still hooking up and texting and seeing them yeah I, I agree with you completely
2: yeah, she's fucking violating her parole.
1: Yeah. Jesus. She's violating her parole we, with the texting and the sex. We revoked your parole permissions.
2: <laughs> That's right. Get back into the emotional prison of the breakup. You had you had probation and you violated your probation.
1: Just got to be sad for a while. And then cuz then as well, if she gives herself a month or two without texting him and without having sex with him, she'll be more clear on what she wants. You'll be able to take off that blurry
2: yeah, and of course she was Vision. loving it. She's like, yeah, we broke up, but we're texting every day and we're fucking. It's like, well, it sounds like you didn't really break up.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you are back in the start of the relationship when it's all the good stuff because you're not in the serious part again. Yeah, you know. Aww.
2: But, you know, obviously the other option is for her to be honest and to him and say, yeah, maybe I'm not Maybe I'm not totally into breaking up. You know, that, that's the other option. But, I, you know, I, I have no idea. That's up to her, you know.
1: Yeah, she should definitely talk to him. about. She should t- tell him what she told us like hey i'm like not 100 percent comfortable what do you think what's going on just yeah she think- could
2: probably she could probably have a discussion with him like by the way you know we've been texting and and having sex like how are you feeling about the breakup now you know you could because i mean i remember years ago cork broke up with this girlfriend and uh oh god i was fucking, i was devastated and I was in the early days of recovery, too. And all the all the early recovery guys, you know, they were all like, you got to stay separate. You got to feel the feelings. You know, it was all this, like, all this, like, recovery jargon. And uh, in a weak moment, we had a night together. And, Jesus, I remember the fucking relief, the healing that came from just being with her, you know. The, it was it was so fucking healing. And then to go back to the pain of that, I was like, no, <gasps> you know, God, No. So uh, I think she should uh, I think she should definitely have that discussion. I think she should just get clear 100% what she wants. Yeah. And, uh, I really appreciate her honesty with the message, and I hope she found our advice helpful. And, of course, disclaimer on all advice from The Shift, myself and Katie Boyle are just two comedians offering our opinions. Our opinions are not facts. No. And if you do follow our advice, let it be known that we are not responsible for any negative outcomes that may come from you uh, taking our advice. And we
1: are both single, so <laughs> –
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not like relationship experts or anything. Yeah. But I but I do think that was... Uh,
1: yeah, all I do, I, 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 I do know that ahead. like the feelings I do remember when I would go back and sleep with my ex is it was so nice when we were doing it. And it was like lovely when he was there. But when I would leave or he would leave, I would just have like a feeling of regret, like it was wrong. Mm. So mm. I always think the feeling of regret is a huge indicator.
2: Remorse. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's
1: like in your stomach. And you're like, oh, no.
2: Yes, 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 and that's a good point. Actually, I do remember that that sense of having had done something wrong. Mm. Mm, that's right. Good, that's good, Kay. That was a good memory.
1: Yeah, it's funny because like when we do these episodes, and then when we ask each other questions, all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh yeah, remember that happened to me." <laughs> like you, you really mm. go through a journey. <laughs>
2: that's right we're on a journey katie
1: yeah oh god we're
2: on a journey
1: yeah well i mean you know
2: the one negative about my recording method is uh i don't have a i don't have a a timer running how long we've been chatting now
1: 45 minutes
2: oh yeah sure that's in the pandemic that's that's an acceptable amount of time
1: yeah it was great i'm
2: because uh it's just not a lot of life happening so you can't you can't over talk you got to save your talk for the next episode you know I know. Oh, I have a question for you though. Okay, can great. we can we finish with this? What what is the acceptable oh, by the way this is this is just a hypothetical. It, it it came from a uh I was having a joking well, not a joke, I was just a friend of mine, a female friend, told me that the other day, she fucking lost it. And um and by the way, this isn't this isn't Joanne McNally, because I know some people follow me and they follow Joanne McNally and Joanne McNally very publicly said that she had a meltdown the other day. Right. So I don't want people to think that I am talking about Joanne McNally. Cause I'm not, this is a, a different friend. Tells me that she had a fucking terrible day the other day and she just was like over it, you know, like just couldn't handle it anymore. And she said, I feel better today. So I said, sort of jokingly, um, Did you get your period in the meantime? (laughs) And uh, she was like, Yeah. And I was like, Yeah. I mean, most of the time, a lot of meltdowns come from fucking PMT. So if you're a boyfriend, right? Now, this is, she was just a friend of mine. That's why I was just joking with her. But if you're a boyfriend and you're pretty sure that some intense fucking scenario is most likely the hormonal reaction of PMT, what is The what is the what is the correct way to try to establish that it might be that?
1: Oh, I don't know. Because it's really annoying when someone's like, oh, you're like getting your period and you know you're getting it, but then you're like, fuck you.
2: (laughs) I know, I I understand that. I know, I know that. But then also it's kind of like... Because if
1: you say it nicely, it sounds condescending. Like, oh, babe, like, are you about to get your period? You're like... um, I remember one guy was like, are you getting your periods? He said. And I was like, ugh. Um, I don't know. I think, I don't think there is a nice way. I think you just don't say it. Well,
2: let me ask you this then. Have you ever independent of somebody talking to you have you ever been in a scenario where you're fucking you're 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 having a a clearly just a shit day whatever everything's fucking bugging you and and you have a moment of clarity of like oh this is probably a little bit hormone related
1: yeah i know that was yesterday for me like I was finding everything so irritating, and then, um, like like emotional. Like if I watch a TikTok, I'm like nearly crying, and then laughing, and then like noises. My my roommate was eating, and it was like I was like, should I stab her? And then Jesus
2: I just I <laughs> my, my, my fucking period is tomorrow. Every day when it comes to the fucking stuff I'm eating,
1: but then, Christ. but usually I'd be quite uh like I'd be quite patient, and um, then I got my period that night, and I was like, oh, um.
2: Yeah. So that's the thing though, though. That's, that's the thing. It's always like, but like, it's, it's kind of, a it, it's such a weird thing. It's, it's, it's such a, it's such an odd thing that the, the fucking hormones can, can drive so much of your fucking discomfort.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I you, think you, if she was a boyfriend, I, I'm, I'm a man,
2: I, I'm a man. So I'm fucking clueless yeah. about how it feels, but you know, but, but, but sometimes it so clearly is, and you just feel like what I, and you know, it's funny because in all the relationships I've had, I, I, I I I guess I was never that aware of the of the 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 PMT frustrations. Well yeah I've actually become more aware of it in my adulthood because with friends they're more like open with you and you can like talk about it and joke about it.
1: Yeah, like I've two things to say about it. That's why like I think women are amazing because it is it is a force and we don't kill people. So that's why we are amazing because mm. uh you know we managed Well
2: it's not fair. It's a fucking annoying it's thing horrible. to feel what I have
1: to say. But I do think if my roommate had been a boyfriend and that's mm-hmm. something that I would need to be careful with in the future like if I were PMTing and he was eating like that I would have been like can you shut the fuck up. <laughs> but because she's like not you know I don't cross that boundary so I guess for him then he'd probably be want he'd probably want to be like but he, if you just for who? I'm talking about like if the boyfriend, oh, oh, your hypothetical hypothetical boyfriend hypothetical boyfriend that I do not have, um, would like how would he be like? Oh, are you getting your period? But I guess, I guess he could just say it, and I'll be like, yeah, motherfucker. And then hours later, I'd be like, sorry.
2: <laughs> so, so I guess my question is: Is there ever a scenario where you would be like, oh fuck, you're right. Thanks for reminding me, because actually I was fucking losing my mind, but it's probably just my fucking period.
1: Um. Yeah, I guess. I don't know because I'm just thinking... You can
2: say whatever you want. I'm just I thinking I
1: probably it. wouldn't be calm because I'm in that first day, I'm not calm. So I'd probably be just like, yeah, I'm fucking getting it. And in my head, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm getting it. <laughs> I don't know if I would respond very nicely to him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you prefer... Do would, would you appreciate a reminder or do you think you would have remembered yourself anyway?
1: I would have remembered myself anyway. Because like, I've never had PMT. No. So I've never... You know. I've never had a
2: moment where I've never known... I've never been like, oh, this is... Like I know why I'm so fucking pissed off. I'm about to get my period.
1: Actually, yeah, because friends. So it's hard for me because I haven't been in a long relationship in a long time. But friends will tell me because I remember one time I was like crying over nothing, and two of my girlfriends like, "You're probably getting your period." And then I got my period that night, and I was like, "Oh, thank you." So maybe with a boyfriend, yeah, maybe, maybe because I was grateful when they say it. I've been friends with them for years. I guess it just once it's like a, "Hey, babe, I think you're getting your period," and not, a, "Are you getting your period?"
2: <coughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I think then it. Oh no! Way.
2: I mean, I, 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 I would, um, I would. Uh, this 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 question was based on a scenario of like, is there ever a way to be like, maybe just maybe, <laughs> maybe just I don't know, like I don't want to, I don't want to piss you off, but maybe this isn't a big deal.
1: <laughs> no, just just go to the bathroom and like walk out with like a tap like walk out like, oh, I'm just moving these around, and it's like the tampons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know it's a toughie, man. Because it uh, it often is, you know. Yeah. For me, it's ha- it's hangry, you know. Like sometimes, I, I I I just need to eat. Like I like the only comparison I can have is 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 that I get to, I get hangry really bad, and people, I there are times where somebody will say like I think you just need to eat, and I'll be like, you think I don't know I need to fucking eat, you fucking asshole. Then I'll eat uh, I'll eat, and like for half an hour later I'll be like, listen, you know, just before I have a nap. Uh, <laughs> before I take this nap, I just want to apologize for my aggression. I just, you know, I have a, I have a strong hormonal response to being fucking hungry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pit bull. I need a muzzle when I'm hungry.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, this is it. And everybody has their, has their things. I'm sure. So, um, I, 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 that sometimes
2: I see people I follow on Instagram and they're clearly about to get their period, but I'm, I don't want to say anything because I don't know them, but I'm like, I wish I knew this person because i I've guaranteed. But in 48 hours, she getting a fucking period. That's, so
1: that's amazing.
2: <laughs> it's so not fair. I guess in a way, that's like in a way, it's fucked up. But then at the same time, it's like you know, you you, you recognize. It's like suddenly shit just fucking is like. I mean, I wish I. I I'm glad I don't get periods, but I, I and I but I I, I I wish I could understand. I guess it's one of the things that the difference between men and women that things will never understand about each other. I. I wish I could I, I wish I could empathize I can only I can only sympathize you know
1: yeah I guess you know when they were like when uh, Hillary was going for presidency and like a load of guys were like if well, she gets her period and it's like that's exactly well,
2: she, that wasn't a, what well that wasn't a for her <laughs>
1: yeah it's so funny actually I never thought she probably yeah her age but
2: oh yeah no she definitely I'd say had, had passed the menopause
1: oh okay well women in general but it's like yeah that's why they should be president because they don't murder you when they really want to uh that's why they'd be good
2: yeah but the whole thing is that everybody every men have hormones
1: yeah between. yeah absolutely so, all that so like all that so like men, is that
2: what it's called so like women women have a fucking pmd but men have fucking fight or flight adrenaline you mm-hmm. know like which is which is more damaging to society yeah a fucking woman who's having a bad day or a man is his fucking backup over something that's not that important yeah which is what we're fucking dealing with now ego
1: you trip yeah. yeah oh my god i'm still getting only getting my news from your instagram stories <laughs>
2: Well, I've backed off a lot. I know, so it's,
1: I'm getting no it's, news. It's too,
2: it's too repetitive. Yeah. I, I had to stop because it's too repetitive. Plus, to be honest, I'm doing so many fucking podcasts that I just, I I kind of like, I run out of, uh, I just run out of time. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, well, I send inspired to my roommate. I'm like, oh, did you hear? There's probably going to be a civil war. And she's like... <laughs> She's like, hey, what? That's just me fucking around. She was like Googling it then.
2: <laughs> oh my God, Katie, come on. This is, this is comedy news. <laughs> Fake news. I told you that one of the reasons why I'm not doing as many Instagram posts is because my house is such a mess. I'm running out of small corners <laughs> to do my. Did I tell you oh, that? That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah. I, I'm running out of fucking corners.
1: I just have a pile plus, of like the
2: other the other the other reason why I can't do as many Insta stories is because. I let Becky on the couch now and I can't handle all these fucking, all these fucking people that are like, I told you Becky would be on the couch.
1: I know when I saw her on the couch, one of your Instagram stories, it made me think of, um, we have this towel home that my sisters brought my parents because uh, they said the dog couldn't, wasn't allowed inside, but it's like the transition of the dog going inside, getting on the couch, getting in the bed, and then the humans not being allowed in the bed, but it's very good. Anyway, but I don't have it, so I can't send it to you.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I've never, we had dogs, all our child, like all my childhood, we had dogs. And then my brother had a dog, which I would look after sometimes. And then I looked after a dog in China and no dog that has ever been in my care or partially in my care has ever been allowed on the couch, but I have never had a pit bull and they are so fucking affectionate. They're so affectionate. Like I've never experienced, like I've seen dogs that want to be petted, but I've never had a dog that just, wants to be fucking on my lap it's
1: nice though i'm glad while you're alone
2: but it's so nice i I gave in and then in the end i was like you know what i'm glad i gave in because this is very enjoyable but at the same time it is the first dog that i've ever owned that's allowed on the couch that's why it was annoying everyone's like she's gonna be on the couch i was like i don't fucking let dogs on the couch but then this dog just got me and i hate these motherfuckers being right that's my fucking pmp right here <laughs> nothing fucking drives me crazy and then like
1: i told you she'd be that in a couch yeah i told you so so annoying
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a, but anyway it's all good it's very enjoyable but needless to say i had to cut down on my insta stories because i never fucking do a story with her on the couch fuck that <laughs> yeah,
1: this is just a special uh psa for the listeners <laughs> i wouldn't give them the satisfaction
2: so I um anyway, I thought hey, of a question what, for
1: you, but I can save it for the next week. Save it, save yeah. it.
2: We, we're good. Yeah. we've
1: done a lot. So I'm gonna write it down because you made me think of a what I think might be a good question. Or next week you'll just answer and we'll move on. <laughs> I'm
2: not okay, kidding. good. And also just to say for our listeners, because we talked about that PMS stuff at the end, we'd love I'd love you to share yeah. both women to share what they think, how they would like to, it to be addressed, if at all, uh, and possibly men. And they're either positive or negative stories about trying to uh, say it and how they how they were fucking punished.
1: Yeah, 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 do, do. Not if you're my ex-boyfriend, though. <laughs> do not share whatever I said.
2: <laughs> because speaking of the worst I told you so ever, the worst I told you so is when your girlfriend the next day says, I got my period last night. It's like, I told you I so. It's
1: that's like, that's fuck so, you! That's when you're getting stabbed. <laughs> you.
2: <laughs>
1: um All right, Also Katie. as well, just keep sending us in your... Uh, I'd, I'd, uh, what to do to DMs because I know there was a girl who did send in one but by the time we'd done an ep with Mike and then she'd already resolved it so thank you for sending in it but good on you getting that resolved uh, if she's listening and
2: don't forget that uh, patreon.com forward slash the shift podcast the video will be up today so don't forget to subscribe to patreon.com forward slash the shift podcast
1: yeah oh and shout out to two listeners who uh, came to my Zoom comedy show actually I think Tree so thanks guys
2: great right, check out Katie's Instagram for all those Zoom comedy shows at Katie Boyle comic <laughs> I'm at Des Bishop Des Bishop 5 on TikTok
1: oh TikTok What's too TikTok again uh, just Katie Boyle comic come on to it because I posted a sketch today with my ring light
2: <laughs> right so check out Katie's new sketch on TikTok and um, uh, I guess that's it obviously the usual um, subscribe on iTunes five stars leave a review if you're a Spotify person we need to get our Spotify's up we're definitely better we're better on uh on Spotify than or on, on iTunes than we are on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify listener, please spread the word. And uh, I told you we got a shout out on the Shona Rock show, right? Did we talk about that last week already?
1: You know, no, you didn't you just text me about it.
2: Oh yeah, we got a shout out on the Shona Rock show. So hi to all our uh, all our, our new listeners, all the RT one people that are like, Oh my god, it's way dirtier than I
1: expected <laughs> Yeah. Like, um, Not dirty girl. <laughs>
2: uh and, uh, Thanks. yeah, that's it. We'll
1: Love you,
0: to you. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.